0: This is the Saturday Morning Serial Podcast with your host, Amanda Ann. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Saturday Morning Serial. I'm Amanda Ann and happy early Easter to you all. And Now for those that know me, I am a crazy rabbit woman and I have two of my own that they're basically like my children. Their names are Rex and Nala and if I could, I would adopt more. Rabbits are just, they're so quiet and innocent, yet they're just so intelligent and fun. Bunnies, they're the first animals I can remember just latching onto since I was a small child. I mean my parents had everything bunny in my room as a baby and I just grew up just so in love with these critters so it's natural that I would always latch on to the rabbit character in cartoons and movies so and today I'm joined here with my boyfriend Mike and I think I can safely say that since you and I have been together and you know lived together that you became a huge rabbit person right?
1: Um- being a, a vegetarian myself, I really can relate to rabbits on a dietary level. Um, and they're very sweet creatures. They rabbits don't want to hurt anyone. I mean, sometimes they hurt each other, but that's about it. They're very sweet creatures and you know, in anime and in cartoons and in media, rabbits are just everywhere. And they're, they're always some of the best characters on that, the medium that they are in. So rabbits are a joy.
0: I really enjoy too. Like you have rabbit characters that are very sweet and lovable. Then you also have rabbit characters that are kind of vicious. <laughs> and that's what makes them even more fun is when like taking an animal who's not a vicious creature and making them into a character that... You know, it's just, for me, it's funny. So, I have a list here of rabbits that can be found in the media. I know they're not all of them. Trust me, there's so many out there. But I gather the most popular ones and ones I'm familiar with. And the first one I want to bring up is Thumper from Bambi. I mean, he is one of my favorite Disney characters. He's really high up on the list for me. And one thing I love about Thumper is his character design. The animators just made him this little squishy, fuzzy rabbit. And for me, that was very realistic looking. (laughs) Up to this day, I still love him. It's been a while since you've seen Bambi, right?
1: Yeah, it's been a year since I've seen Bambi, but looking at Thumper's design... And looking at the earlier rabbits that Walt Disney would draw, in, for example, Snow White, Mm -hmm. Thumper is like the next generation rabbit uh, above the previous one. He is given a lot more detail and and personality than previous incarnations of the Legomorphs.
0: The Legomorphs. Yes, and speaking of Legomorph, there is a movie out there called Night of the Lepus, that Mike and I discovered like a year or so ago. And I think it's just like a rate. It's honestly, I would give it a rated C horror film because it's just about killer rabbits just attacking people and it's horrible, but yet hilarious at the same time. And speaking of rabbits just like attacking people and just being portrayed as vicious, Mike and I love the mighty Python scene with the rabbit Uh, we laugh every time we turn that on because it's just oh man i can't even put into words how funny it is
1: it's legitimately the most i've ever seen you laugh at anything ever um it might be because of like the little squeak or just the fact that these men in armor are like afraid of this little rabbit but it, it does turn out to be the most like vicious creature imaginable
0: but rabbits don't squeak. That's the part that really cracked me up. And the fact that they call it a rodent. <laughs> I'm like rabbits aren't rodents.
1: <laughs> well, in their defense, it he was I believe it was pre-darwinism, so oh, we'll, we'll give him some slack.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I threw up a poll on social media to see what your guys' favorite rabbit in the media is, and Judy Hopps from Zootopia was everybody's favorite, and I love Judy. She is right under thumper for me. I remember I was actually going through kind of a rough time when Zootopia came out, and like the whole movie about just like believing in yourself and reaching for your goals, like that whole message really resonated with me. But again, the fact that Judy is a rabbit and her character design was so cute and I just love how they added just her nose wiggling especially when she was like afraid or upset I love that so much and then it was funny because I just lost my cat a year prior and I really wanted a pet and I've always begged my parents for a rabbit and that was the time when Zootopia came out I was like mom I want a rabbit and i remember going to the store and i found rex and he is gray with white feet like judy i was so happy <laughs> but zootopia is just such a great film overall and
1: zootopia is great that in the fact that it's a bunny cop movie mm-hmm. and it's about proving that you can be more than what you're born into and rabbits are are a great example of that because they're seen usually as helpless defenseless animals and that judy hopps the rabbit character could keep up with the more predatory animals in the movie and still dish out justice was really saying something about the theme of the movie
0: yeah i agree that's a really good way of putting it so, next on my list is Rabbit from Winnie the Pooh. And, I mean, I like Rabbit. I just love Winnie the Pooh, though. But I love Piglet. And I love Pooh Bear. Like, those two are always my favorite. With a side order of viewer as well. And so, like, Rabbit was never really... I don't know why I never really latched onto him. I think it's just because he's snarky. And just kind of, like, meh. He doesn't really have a lot of, uh, like, a- a- an emotional range like the other characters do.
1: Well, a lot of people theorize that um Winnie the Pooh is based off of the stages of grief so i'm wondering if Eeyore is depression how the other characters kind of fit into that maybe maybe the rabbit is like bargaining
0: oh i didn't think of that
1: i found an article that says that the characters of Winnie the Pooh represent different mental disorders and that the rabbit character represents ocd
0: uh that makes sense and then piglet probably anxiety right and then eeyore depression i didn't know that that is so interesting
1: yes it says Pooh represents impulsivity piglet anxiety Roo represents autism tiglet adhd tigger <laughs> tigger represents adhd eeyore depression rabbit ocd king got social anxiety and the owl represents dyslexia.
0: Wow. You heard it here folks. That's crazy. I didn't even know that existed.
1: Yeah. I, I love it in, in fiction when characters kind of represent different like takes on things like mental health or yeah whatever. Um, it helps it helps broaden their rep- representation. Mm. So our rabbits they kind of do have ocd because they're always just like rearranging things in Mm -hmm. their pen and they're just overly sensitive to to sounds and lights and movement so i I could see it i think it's a great great take on a rabbit
0: yeah i wow i can tell that you sit and just like think of this stuff with them (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like today Nala is feeling. <laughs> Nala has anxiety because she's always like thumping her foot all the time or always looking at me and Mike. So you know rabbits have their own mental whatever too.
1: I think it's just their instinct as animals of prey that they have to be more anxious to survive. Yeah. Yeah uh, they have to be alert of their surroundings and cautious and that that just helps them survive in the wild so it makes sense that domesticated rabbits would have those inherited traits
0: yeah i'm gonna piggyback off that too and it's really interesting if you look up how rabbits sleep because there's so many ways they sleep and a lot of the positions they sleep in is for a quick getaway just in case a predator comes up on them while they're sleeping so yeah some rabbit knowledge for you guys (laughs) Moving on is Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, and I love Oswald so much, and I just feel like he's such an underrated Disney character. I remember I played him in the Epic Mickey games, and I don't know, like a lot of people don't know that Oswald came before Mickey Mouse. He was originally Walt Disney's original character before Mickey came
1: along. He was, he was definitely, definitely the, like, Lucifer to Mickey's Michael. And the fact that he was, like, the first chosen one. And he was kind of, like, lost to corporate, like, bureaucracy. And mm-hmm. I, I believe Walt Disney ended up selling him and not being able to get him back for a while. And that really hurt Walt. And that's what kind of drove him to be the kind of, like, capitalist, tyrannical greedy maniac that he could be known as depending on how you look at him i can see amanda kind of like cringing right now the fact that i <laughs> trash talking disney but mm,
0: cringing how um, dare you no
1: yeah um. so he was kind of like walt's first like character and he he lost him to just another company i think it might have been the publisher of the cartoons at the time so the fact that he pops up at the parks occasionally and that he's in, the the uh, the game I, I I never heard of him until I started dating Amanda. I had no idea that there was, there was a first son. There was like a hella, to to well to Mickey's Thor.
0: Was it when we went to Disneyland for the first time? Cause I remember they had an Oswald meet and greet, and I was like, oh my god, Oswald! Was it then? I can't. Yeah, cause you were like. Who's that? And I was like, oh my gosh, she was before Mickey Mouse, and you had no idea. You didn't even know Mickey, Donald, and Goofy were, like, cartoon characters. You thought they were just, like, logos for Disney, right?
1: In my experience growing up in the 90s, I just thought that they were, like, mascots, like logos, like like, like Tony the Tiger or something. Yeah. Um, I had no idea that they had, like, cartoons that were relevant to our generation And the fact that I knew about Steamboat Mickey, Mm -hmm. I knew about all that, and Fantasia. I didn't think that they were, like, actual characters that had little adventures and little series and Mm -hmm. little episodes. Yeah,
0: I was raised on them.
1: It's interesting to to learn.
0: Yeah. I talk about all that in the previous episodes, so make sure you check that out. (laughs) But the next rabbit we're going to talk about is Peter Rabbit, which, regrettably, I have not seen... We haven't seen the films... But Peter Rabbit is actually kind of some like a character that he's found on like learning things like reading and like flashcards and just like things that help you develop as kids. Yeah, I mean the only thing we know is that James Corden plays the voice of Peter Rabbit in the movie. But I I mean I grew up knowing who Peter Rabbit is and. What he's and I know he's like really in like prominent when it comes to Easter seasons. So not much to say about that when we haven't seen the film. So we're gonna move on to Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit is such a great movie. I I watched it for the very first time during quarantine, and I cannot believe I never saw that because Roger Rabbit was very prominent in the '90s especially at the Disney parks.
1: I had never seen Roger Rabbit and then I finally went to animation school and it was one of the films we watched in our acting for animation class and it blew my mind the fact that they had made a movie like that in the 80s and they had incorporated hand-drawn animation with live action animation live action filming on like a scale that they did and there's a saying in the animation community called batting the lamp and what happens in this one scene with roger rabbit or some animated character is that there's a a real life lamp swinging around and one of the characters bumps into it and it swings around and it hits all the different animated characters Mm -hmm. And the animator has to draw how the light affects them in each frame. And it's just considered a, a challenging thing of filmmaking that you have to do to create realism. That you have to step up to, to do. Uh,
0: and I think for me, with that movie, the story, too, is very interesting. Because, once again, the character is a rabbit... And he's just off to do all these crazy adventures, which, again, something a a rabbit would not partake in in life. But then he, like, you know, meets Jessica Rabbit. So there's your first, like, human animal, bestiality type of thing. But, I mean, that's beside the point.
1: (laughs) And and he's, like, a murder suspect, too. Yeah. And, like, violent... Rabbits aren't violent creatures. But he does... He is very much, like a non Warner Brothers take on Bugs Bunny. He is very much like a trickster too. So it's it's great to see to see him. But then also later later in the movie you do get to see Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse. Yes. In the same amount of frames yes. for the movie and they both have a little line. It's great.
0: I was shocked when I saw that. I was like this is something I needed and I'm so happy they gave it to us. And that's actually going to be our next rabbit is Bugs Bunny. So like the Mickey cartoons, I also watched a good amount of the Bugs Bunny cartoons. Like, you know, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Elmer Fudd, all them. My dad was really into it. And yeah, I had like VHS tapes with Bugs Bunny. And I always loved Bugs Bunny just because (laughs) he was just so sarcastic and conniving and he was a trickster. I mean, Bugs Bunny is just a great classic character.
1: Bugs Bunny for me was one of I didn't see me talking about how I didn't know that like Mickey was like a like a character outside of his mascotness. Like I knew what Bugs Bunny was up to. I knew the type of things that Bugs Bunny would do, and that's because I believe that they aired the reruns of Bugs Bunny. On regular TV all the time, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I had seen that, and of course we had Space Jam growing up. Oh yes. And that was everywhere, and Bugs Bunny was in advertisements, Mm -hmm. much as he is now. He was just, he's just one of the biggest characters of the nineties, and he was such, like like we said before, a trickster, and you never knew what he was gonna do, what he was gonna say. Howie was going to break the fourth wall. Like, Mm -hmm. such uh, a great character.
0: Yeah, I would argue that he's almost, I'm not going to say just as, but almost as well known as Mickey, especially in the West. And yeah, I mean, growing up, we have six flags right up the highway from us, too. So they use Bugs Bunny and them as, like, kind of their mascots, too. So Bugs Bunny for me was everywhere. Space Jam was all the rage when we were kids. And I actually have Lola Bunny on this list, too. And I remember when they introduced Lola, how everyone was like, oh, Bugs finally has a girlfriend. And I'm just like, "He don't need no girlfriend. Bugs is just a lone wolf. Like, I always thought, like... You know, he was just so he held those cartoons together. He held that brand together just with just with him. All the other characters just followed his lead, I felt like.
1: Yeah, so. I mean, you never really had much spin off outside of you know, you have you have Taz well
0: you have the Roadrunner, Taz mean Devil.
1: You really did have a lot of spin offs with the other characters. Yeah. Like Tasmanian Devil, Porky Pig, Pig, Daffy Duck, Mm -hmm. um, Elmer Fudd, uh, Roadrunner, and Coyote. They were, I mean, they really did uh, spin off just based off of how successful Bugs was.
0: Unfortunately, today, I feel like Bugs is just kind of going away. Because the cartoons, unfortunately, are out of their time. Now, especially in today's modern world and they got pulled off the air yeah it's kind of a shame
1: I think there was a couple like different interpretations of Bugs Bunny that didn't really hit well with um, children of the era I think there was like a more edgier cartoon that Yeah, yeah, yeah never went anywhere and then in Space Jam in the new space jam he's just kind of like there
0: mm-hmm. that was a horrible movie
1: and mm-hmm. um bugs bunny is is due for a renaissance again he is he is one of the top tier animation characters and he needs to step up his game mm-hmm. and i feel like warner brothers kind of is a huge mess right now just going off of their dc movies and everything and i'm really hoping that the warner the, the merger with uh, Discovery, that the CEO discovers that, like, Bugs Bunny is is a great character and he needs his time Yeah, he's back.
0: very, very marketable. And another thing that I also have on my list is Babs and Buster Bunny from Tiny Toons. Again, going back to Bugs Bunny, Tiny Toons is pretty much i would say like baby versions of bugs daffy duck and i used to watch tiny tunes as a kid that used to be on the air and i loved it of course and it was just always so much fun when like bugs or daffy duck would just like show up in those episodes so yeah bugs bunny is just he is a brand and i feel like that brand is just waning and it needs to be brought back somehow because people like us that grew up in the 90s with like tiny tunes space jam and just the looney tunes cartoons in general it's something that we would love to see brought back but we could like introduce because you know obviously people our age are having kids and stuff we can introduce to the new generation so mike have you seen the movie robin hood the disney version
1: yes i have
0: all right so i got skippy rabbit with sis and mother rabbit and it's funny because, okay, I haven't seen Robin Hood since I was a child. So, like, I barely remember. But I remember the movie. The characters are so well drawn that they're almost human. It, I know they're, it's just a 2D animated film. But the way the rabbits are drawn, they're almost, like, especially Mother Rabbit. She looks just like a mother, like a human mother. Moving on, I got Bunny Mun from Rise of the Guardians.
1: Oh yes, Uh, voiced by Hugh Jackman.
0: That was a great movie. And again, like you would think the Easter Bunny is this kind, gentle soul bringing you gifts on Easter morning. No, I love how he's just like, yo, Santa!
1: (laughs) He was very much like a swashbuckling rabbit. (laughs) Like, he was a gritty, Australian, angry guy rabbit.
0: (laughs) I loved it. I was like, wow, that is the Easter Bunny then. It was great. That whole movie was, it was a surprise. Like, I, I wasn't thinking I was going to like it so much, but I did. So my next rabbit, and like you haven't seen Secret Life of Pets yet, is Snowball, voiced by Kevin Hart. I love Secret Life of Pets. We got to watch that sometime. But I love Snowball because he's just a little tiny fluffy bunny. And it's funny because he's voiced by Kevin Hart. And again, you would think he'd be like this really cuddly cute bunny, and then... <laughs> He's got the voice of Kevin Hart. So, again, it's just funny when the look doesn't add up with the personality. (laughs) Alright, next we have Bunny from Toy Story 4. And uh, we don't talk about Toy Story 4 in this house. If you have listened to my previous episodes, you know why. (laughs) But I actually, I did enjoy Ducky and Bunny in Toy Story 4. And I really liked Bunny's design. Because I love blue and green. Those are my two favorite colors. So, you know, just for me as a personal preference of color and the way he was designed with the realistic fur on him and the way... I don't know if you noticed this, Mike, but when he walks, it's the squash and stretch effect of animation. So, yeah, that was really good. And I saved one of the best rabbits for last. And that is Buster Baxter from Arthur. And I... Grew up on Arthur. I still watch Arthur as a 30-some-year-old adult. And you and I, we always like the memes and stuff that come out with Arthur. But Buster was one of my favorite characters from that show because, I mean, he was a rabbit, but he was like very shy, very unsure of himself. And I saw a lot of me in him growing up, and he's just in his own world and he believes what he wants to believe i feel like in the real life he would definitely be a comic-con patron like me (laughs) he's also into bionic bunny which is a superhero rabbit in arthur too so that's like buster's fandom is another rabbit who's a superhero so i really like that whole thing
1: i think there's a certain amount of tragedy about buster bunny as well (sighs) Um, I watched this YouTuber, uh, film theory that said that the rabbits don't live as long as the other animals inside of the Arthur universe, and that a Buster will, like, outlive his parents, and, uh, potentially need to be adopted by, like, another animal to, to grow, to reach maturehood. I thought that was really interesting. Um. Because
0: they never really explained where his dad went. Yeah. I mean, I think there was an episode with his dad. I can't remember. But he always, you know, he lived with his mom, but then he had like asthma. There was that episode and I I didn't know asthma existed at that time, so I was like horrified because I thought Buster was dying in that episode. I'm like, "Oh my god." So all around, he is a very interesting character in Arthur. I think he's the most interesting character. But, you guys, that's where we're going to end it. What is your favorite rabbit in the media? Please let me know. I would love to know who you guys' favorite Terri-mon.
1: is. It's It's Terryman from Digimon, the, the little rabbit dog thing. Oh, he's
0: so cute. <laughs> and I and I do argue that Pikachu is a rabbit, too, even though I know in, it's a dress in the anime and everywhere that it's an electric rat. But, I mean, rats don't have ears like that. <laughs> But anyway, happy Easter, however you celebrate it, and I will talk to you guys next time.